Hello everyone and welcome to Draw Your Swords, an actual play D&D podcast played with comic artists and writer. I am Sandy, the Dungeon Master, and joining me this week... Hi, I'm Harry and I play Emlyn the Halfling Rogue. Hi, I'm Holly and I play Veda the Fire Genesee Bard. Hi, I'm Lily, I play Fig the Furbolg Druid and I'm so surprised we didn't get killed. <laughs> yeah. Get it? Killed? Killed. Oh, killed. Okay. <laughs> You're the worst. I kind of just thought you just like straight up said something and I was like, mm, it's true. <laughs> Gailed. Okay. Oh, it's passable. Passable. What is a pun? Yeah. Gailed. Every For the past like few weeks, every time we, every time we play it, I keep being like, oh shit. Yeah. My pun. Everyone looks so forward to it. I know you guys love it. So I get ready. I get my like disappointed face ready and on. <laughs> Last time... We made it to the fortress and found out that it was filled with goblins and ogres, and all sorts of creatures. After sneaking past very carefully and ascending to the top of the mountain, you found that the people who you saved dogs were in front of you. And after a couple of bad rolls, they decided to warn the people up top of your arrival. A tense moment was had with what was going to be happening outside this fortress on the on the bridge where Veda first saw the telescope-like creation. Veda mm -hmm. came out looking like Alexander. To everyone's surprise, Alexander was standing on the other side and a Spider-Man meme moment happened of both of you pointing at each other. And Alexander was fiddling with this machine and trying to put opticals and various bits and pieces on onto it where we had uh, Devois the Hobgoblin trying to defend this while to ensure that the meteor could arrive safely and not destroy the world. After Emlyn released a couple of arrows and realizing no one else was fighting. Uh, <laughs> it was understandable <laughs> in, in the situation. <laughs> um, decided to lay down their arms and watch as this meteorite came down and was caught by this large green beam coming out of this telescope. And Alexander carefully placed it down the mountain where other beams caught it and put it all the way down after realizing that it was heading to the bottom of Kings and Tree Mire in the Tiscana Sea, where it now apparently lies. Uh, after having a conversation with Alexander, realizing that his family were killed by the Neatwaz and why he exacted his revenge, and was worried that you would f find out and try to stop him, seeing that he works for the Obsidian Prince and wants to overthrow a lot of the nobility. Veda kind of turned the other cheek in what her opinion of Alexander was as nobles suck in general. I mean, her opinion of Alexander hasn't changed much, but... Yeah. <laughs> the, the situation, I guess. Cool motivation, still murder. That's <laughs> all I could think. Yeah, and with one of Alexander's men being taken and the entirety of the goblin horde being alerted, Everyone began jumping off the side of this mountain with the rope attached of Emlins all the way down. Veda then cleverly took this contraption, put in the crystal that she received from Handela, and started launching large ogres and goblins off the side with this t telekinetic power uh, that is within this instrument. While everyone else was able to jump off Veda at the last second as the hordes kept f following in. Did a beautiful swan dive off and gracefully landing 
as we then had the party running away and finding the camp with Alexander, where we had a lovely evening sitting with dogs and food and regaling tales of what just occurred. And Emlyn had a very stressful dream of their home being abandoned and no one there as we awaken in the morning. Everyone seems to be exhausted from this past evening's adventure. There's a chill in the air. You make your way outside with the dozen dogs that you have now with you. That You all have an, an eagerness for your morning meal. Gathering around the fire for warmth. Hot porridge is all served to you and the meal warms you to your core preparing you for the journey ahead. As Alexander approaches. I've been thinking about what we have to do. I feel like it is safe that if you do not follow us, but as I am now a wanted man, it would seem, but I think you should come see the Obsidian Prince at some point. I feel like it better that we announce you before your arrival, as I don't want anything ill to come to you now, but uh, me and Devois were talking that he could meet you in Nittelheim, just east of here, in the Hammer's Touch, and he can take you to us. That sounds okay to me. What do you think? I mean, yeah, sure. I don't know where that place is, but sure. As Mal- Malara says, well, I need to go to Zendaria first anyway, so I don't really fancy going to Nittelheim and dealing with all the subsidian print stuff. I've seen enough craziness, I think. We can go to Zendaria with you first. Make sure you get there safely. That would be most appreciated. I don't really want to fend off a bunch of hordes of goblins by myself. I like to think the go- like the hill goblins are like the lowland version. The lowland <laughs> version? <laughs> I mean, kinda. They're like ice century. Yeah. <laughs> For a second I was like, what? okay, I see. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, we will, as Alexander says, um, we will probably head through the forests and probably not stick to the path so we can ensure our safety to there. Um, if you head southward from our current position, you should be able to make it to the main road. Is it okay for us to travel on the main road? Well, nobody's looking for us. Are they, like, dangerous? Is there, like, I don't know, bad people on them? There's bad people everywhere, but the forest is just as dangerous. Yeah, forests are great. Just ask the trees, they'll help you. Hmm. I don't think I have an affinity to trees like you do. Give it a shot. They understand more than you think. As I can imagine, Fig is just surrounded by dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> dogs and bits. Yeah. Is there anything you want to do while you're like, have this little downtime, I guess, before everyone sets off? You can see people now bringing down their tents and packing up, ensuring the the sleds are all ready to go. For I say goodbye to the doggos. They're all just very eager to go. <laughs> I wish them luck. We're going to do great things. They're just like, <laughs> you can see like all their <laughs> hot breath like blowing in your face. As everyone starts packing up their things, you got all your gear all sorted. Where would you guys like to head? Guess start heading to Zendaria. Is that what everyone else wants to do? We want to. I was gonna say Chum. We want to take <laughs> um, Malara <laughs> to Zendaria. Yeah, I think yeah. So. Is she looking for someone because she thinks they're in trouble? Uh, she doesn't know. Uh, okay, yeah. If you ask her, 
she says yes I do in my character voice <laughs> uh, she says my friend Aoife I haven't seen her in seven years she's the one who gave me Harper the dragon and I haven't seen her last time I know that she was heading to Zendaria and I need to make sure that she's okay well if you like to come with you I would prefer it Zendaria a, seems like a scary place and huge so the more people maybe that I can employ to help me look for her maybe the better I think that'll work we can be your bodyguards and then like <laughs> nudges her but nudges her in like the shin because that's where they reach you <laughs> <laughs> she says it is actually much appreciated um, even though I am strong I don't have the stealthy ability as you and that can always come in handy the one thing I can do <laughs> they can stealth and then they can't see anything when they get there <laughs> Emlyn have you travelled through Zundaria before or did you pass by it when you came to Lillian wait how how big is this place is it bigger than Lillian I try not to stay there if I can help it it's just so busy there's too many people but Obviously, it's a big place, and there's a lot of people there that I've done business with or had to meet there, but I try not to stay in the city. That sounds not not the best place. Are you okay, big? Yeah, just, you know, Lillian is, like, really big, and this place is bigger, and Lillian is already quite, not scary, but, like, uncomfortable. Just a lot of people. It's just different for you because you've not been to many big towns or cities. You get used to it. Don't worry, I'll look after you. Thanks, Vida. If it makes you feel any better, Fig, I've never been to a town that size either. I've just grew up in Lillian and I've been there ever since, really. I guess that makes me feel better. We can experience it for the same, at the same time, I guess. Should be an interesting adventure. You can all look for this person together and also really dislike it. <laughs> Yes, as soon as we're there, we can get in and out as quick as we can. Speak for yourselves, I love cities. I like cities made of trees, so forests. That's, yes, that's not oh. a city. <laughs> it's a city. It's, it's not, though. <laughs> Should we go? Let's go. <laughs> as everyone begins packing up, they start heading eastward, and you head in the direction Alexander suggested of uh, southward to get to the main road more quickly and you're kind of descending down this mountain side now but it's mostly just all these evergreen pine trees everywhere it's quite a dense forest so any wind that was troublesome up the mountain is now blocked by all these trees and the weather today is it's got light snow but no not heavy snowfall Figure, uh, uh, yeah, what's the what's the walking order here? I'll go in front yeah. to make way, keep an eye out for anything dangerous. Okay. Yeah, um, I think Bed will be in the middle somewhere. I think Emlyn's last if it's snowy. Three people that can catch them if they fall. <laughs> then Malara next to Veda. Are you keeping your eye out then, Fig? Yeah. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Fourteen. Nice. Thanks. Stop it for me. Uh, oh, that's a plus eight as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Okay. So as you begin descending down, as you are pointed in the direction, it's easy enough to follow as it's just a descending slope. 
You spend most of your day walking through. You see a couple of little babbling creeks, uh, some frozen over. By the end of the day, you hit near the, the bottom of this ridge. And there does seem to be a, a river now flowing. It's probably broken up a lot of the ice. Uh, a bit more exposed to the, the air and the sun probably melts it a little bit. As you begin following the water, that's, that's always a good choice to do in your survival fig, as you probably know this. Mm-hmm. You notice that the sound of the river stops for a second. Just the sound of it, or does the river stop? As you look over to it, the river stops. It stopped in mid-motion. That's weird. As you point this out to Veda and Emlyn. So we're not stopped. You're not stopped. This river has stopped. Is there Is anybody it... like around? Can I see anybody? Uh, you can make a perception check. 18? As you look around, see if there's anyone doing anything this, you mostly just see the thickets of trees. Often to the distance, though, you do see some moving shapes. Hard to make out whether if it's animals or some sort of creature, but there is movement off into the distance. As Fig, you, as you're looking at the water, it starts going back up the way. It starts going in the opposite direction. If I walk up a little bit, do the parts that were going down are going up now? Yeah. As you follow it like a little bit, it starts going up. As as quickly as it starts going up, it starts going back the same way again. Is is the wind changing? Like, was it windy all of a sudden, or is it just like... No. As in, it wasn't doing that before, and now it's just flowing upwards. Yeah, and now it's just reversed itself again, and it's now flowing back down the way. So it's kind so of like walk- going up the mountain, and now reverse going back down the mountain. So if I go back to where we just were, where I noticed this, it's just flowing normally again? Yeah. That was really weird. Can I sense any magic? Make an arcana check. And that's good, that's good. 17? As you're kind of like looking around, you do get a sense of a magic around you. An uncomfortable magic that feels like you're being watched. Something's following you. Almost like you're in this weird bubble. And as you kind of walked away, you kind of like burst out of this bubble. Then you came back into it and everything was normal. There's just this weird air around your group right now. I don't trust this. Everyone stay close. Do we notice the the water and the atmosphere or not really? As Fig points out to be a bit more careful and you do just get this weird sense that something's watching. And you get this weird air about it. It's a bit thicker and something's more crisp about it. I think we should keep walking. I don't like mm-hmm. this. Yeah, let's keep going. I ready my staff just to make sure. Okay. As you begin walking, it hits past midday. It starts getting darker around four o'clock. Do you continue on further into the night or do you camp up? How far have we got to go? It, from what you can tell, it's just all trees around you still. Hard yes, to say how far you've gone. I think Veda would just trust Fig's judgment on that then. We're still in the forest. I see we walk a little bit further. Um, how thick is the forest that we're in just now? Or is it like... Pretty thick. I mean, I could find like somewhere we can sleep for the night. Any pro- Anywhere, really. Without problems. So if you want to keep going, you can. Even if just for a couple more hours. Okay. So as you start heading through the night, do you light torches or anything? 
for? They produce flame. Okay. So in your hand, you have this fire that illuminates the trees and lights your way as you're heading around. Is that feeling still with us? Like the yeah. feeling that we're being watched? As you can hear the animals kind of rustling through, you know, you now hear the owls coming out. Hopefully not owl bears, but <laughs> owls anyway. As a couple hours pass, do you want to take a camp? Yeah, I'll start. I'll start looking for places to stay. Okay. Make a is it investigation or survival check? Survival with advantage. advantage. Okay. Thirteen, not good. Okay. I'm distracted. Yeah. Because of this air around you, your mind kind of wanders off, and you're not really focusing. You do find a tree that is tipped over, and uh, the bristles are still on there. So it's probably recently this tree has been off, and it gives you a bit more cover. It does leave you out in the open slightly, but seems to be uh, a safer bit as the ground is dry around it. This is all I can find just now, guys. Sorry, it's not great. That's okay. Looks fine. Okay. Should we set up like a fire or anything, or just cuddle? It would be too cold if we don't. We'll look around for some like wooden stuff. Mm-hmm. Easy enough. Uh, make a uh, actually make an investigation check. Nine. Nine. Okay. You do gather a lot of bits and pieces, and you're get a good sized fire. Probably not as big as you'd want like, but uh, and you're gone for thirty minutes to an hour getting all this stuff, and it takes you a while. Everyone else is getting a bit colder as you set up a fire. Sorry, this is all I could find. Didn't want to hurt the trees. It's okay, living wood doesn't burn anyway. Vic doesn't know this. Yeah, I think we set up a fire and like make dinner and stuff if, mm-hmm. and make camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you're sitting, having your, your foods uh, prepared by Harper and Emlyn, sitting around, as it's snowing around you slightly, it's the snow stops all of a sudden. I'm scared. I'm so scared. And as you're all in this darkness, you notice that the sun rises back up again, but not in the east where it normally would. It's coming back up from the west as it now looks to be dusk. A couple minutes pass and you see the sun now just beginning to set again. Have one of you done something? I haven't done anything. Do you think we really fucked something up with that machine? Or is someone casting illusions to confuse us? Maybe we just walked into a bit of the forest, which is extra magic or something. Maybe. I have been feeling like a weird sensation all day. Have you guys been feeling that too? Have we? Yeah, I think there's this weird sense around you. Mm. Emlyn's just muttering, being like, if I was on my own, this never would have happened. This never <laughs> happened to me before. Um, what kind of magic users? <laughs> <laughs> Dragon all sort of shit around with them. Oh, I should have... Uh, <laughs> if only I had dispel magic. Um, can I cast detect magic? Okay. Did you, uh, is it 30 feet out from you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't feel anything magical apart from Emlyn's sword. Did I know that was magical? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> Emlyn's a big hypocrite. <laughs> Emlyn, is it your sword? Your sword's giving off energy. I. it's a new one. I think it's better than the last one I had. Is it like cursed or something? No, probably not. Directly, what kind of magic this is, Sandy? I should. Uh, yeah, it would just be enchantment magic. Cursed magic. Yeah. As you can detect it, it's not like giving off like weird necromantic or 
anything okay. like that. It's not good enough. Evil vibes. Okay, your sword's good. It doesn't feel evil. Alright, thank you. <laughs> if you're gonna be staying here tonight, you should probably do watches. Or if you guys want to move on, we can find somewhere else. I, I think if... Wander in the dark for a long time, so... I, if time was weird back there, do you not think that walking it might just be weird wherever we get to? How far away? That was a few hours away, wasn't it? As well. Yeah. Maybe this it. forest is just like magic. Okay, so watches? Fader go first. Fader. Fiddle goes second last. Second last. Yeah. So third? Yes, <laughs> that one. Uh, I guess Malaro goes second, and Emlyn go last, since you can. Yeah, I think that's good. If it's if it's getting dark by morning, that maybe makes sense. Okay. Okay. So, Veda, you want to make a perception check for me? Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. Your evening passes without any weird occurrence happening. You don't notice anything strange. This air still feels strange. There's something watching as you're trying to peer out, keeping an eye. You hear couple of twigs snap as you kind of quickly look over you see a couple of deer jumping through but nothing too worrying so is it, concerned is there anything you want to do in, during your rest or no just i think she's just probably keeping a pretty close eye because it's super creepy yeah she doesn't want to be too distracted okay so yeah you mostly just sit around the fire and keep an eye out glare at deer <laughs> yeah as malara will See how she does. 18. As Malaris goes without issue. Again, she just always staying vigilant. She has her great axe out just in case sitting. Nothing occurs. Fig, you want to make a perception check? Sure. 24. 24. As you are being very aware of everything around you, as you're kind of noticing something that just looks a bit off. And there's a pine cone just floating in the air, slowly spinning. Because I've had a bit of a rest, can I, I think it's a short rest I get back, can I cast the tape magic? Sure, I'll say yeah. As you let out this detect magic. It's uh, strange, uh, I guess it would be either <laughs> abjuration or enchantment, I guess. Yeah, I think abjuration, which is like changing. I want to turn to the closest tree. Yeah. And ask it if it feels anything going on. You get this splutter of black sap coming off of it. And it's like almost like coughing, like it's not well. What's wrong with you? And I wait for a response from the tree. You just get the feeling it's not well. It doesn't. I can't really tell you what's up, but it's just on. You get the sense it's not right. Can I go to another tree and see if it's doing the same thing? As you go to another tree and you kind of touch onto it, this one's not doing it. Is this forest sick? I see tree. You get the sense of it's normally fine. Have things changed in the last few hours? Or is it always like this? I feel like you just get the sense that they're, this one's okay. No, that one's not okay. Is the pine cone still floating? As you turn back around, it just drops. I'll go back to the camp. Okay. Okay. Uh, Emma, 
Can I make a perception check? Eight. Sweet. But what does, what does Emlyn think about? Why is he distracted here? Oh, I think they... It's dark, right? Mm. <laughs> it's dark and I think they're creeped out. So I think that maybe because it's like quite hard to see, they're just like not trying very hard and they're just like trying to reorganize their stuff in their bag. <laughs> okay. Yeah. More focused on your stuff and just be like, eh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Everything's fine. Well, I think they're just like, you know, it's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> they basically can't see already. So maybe the fire's already like really low. So as you catch the, the morning rise, maybe you're, you're even starting up food. Trying to rekindle the fire a bit as, as breakfast comes around the sun rises the welcoming heat of the sun is welcomed by all as you can set off on your journey this morning are we all awake now yeah i would say so you know okay. that scene in lord of the rings where they're like two of the hobbits are just like making food or something mm -hmm. and it, they're just like light a fire and it attracts all the ring rings yeah. <laughs> Every single time Emlyn is cooking, I'm like, oh my god, it's going to be that. <laughs> it's going to be that. Sausages? Tomatoes? I know, fuck. <laughs> I feel like I you just like, instilled the tension by having floating pine cones and stuff, so I'm very tense now. I want to... Big wants to go back to that tree. Okay. The sick one. Yeah. Is it still coughing and shit? You kind of touch it, it feels alright. And you kind of look for this black splatter of sap it's not there anymore i'm gonna close my eyes yep. and hold onto the tree and i'm gonna cast speak of plants okay and his big's eyes turn like green when he does it mm -hmm. and he says what happened last night i had something ill inside me something Where did it go now it left this morning as the sun rose do you know what it was some Someone that should have been a friend, but was not. Do you know what kind of magic was happening? And do you know if it's gone? I do not know of magic. Or were you afraid? Yes. I do not wish to contaminate the rest of my grove. Did you see anything in, or like feel where this entity might have went. Do you feel like it's still around? Not around me right now, no. Do you know what direction it's left in? South, I think. Okay. Thank you for your time. And I'm glad you're feeling better. Me too. And I'll go back to the group. Did anyone else see anything weird last night? No. No, nothing. But it was, I mean, it's kind of dark, so I don't know if I would have seen anything. Did you see something? Yes. I saw a pine cone floating in the air. And then when I tried to ask the trees what was wrong, the tree was sick. And I went and spoke with the tree this morning and the tree's better now. And it said that something that was meant to be a friend hurt it. That's strange. Very strange. Is that feeling still around us, Sandy, that we're being watched? Yeah. It also said that the feeling it had was moving south. And that's where we're heading, right? We're all just going to roll to a perception and we're going to leave and we're never going to find out what it is. <laughs> so, I think we should just keep moving and keep a close eye out for anything else strange. I don't know what else we can do. Okay. Just stay close, everyone. 
as you set off on your day. Fig, you want to make another perception check? Sure. Save us, Fig. Fig is concerned. Can we help at all? Is there any way that we could help with that? If you Probably want to. Not, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in which way do you help? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe if Emlyn like, hears anything, they're like trying to point stuff out that like they can't see very well. <laughs> Okay. But they think Fig might. But like maybe a lot of the time they're just pointing stuff out that's like nothing. <laughs> they're like, what's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just like, what's that? What's that? And you're like, it's a squirrel. It's fine. And they're like, oh, fuck, are you sure? <laughs> okay. So. Uh, yeah. Emlyn's anxiety. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so it's, re- it's really not helpful. No, it's it's really like actively distracting. distracting. Yeah. <laughs> you like start to see something like incredible and magical, like moving through the trees, and Emlyn's like, oh, fuck, what's that? Like, a point to something completely like it's a bird. Like, <laughs> you're just panicking him. Yeah. You just never seen a pheasant before, and it was shocking. <laughs> you know, they do that. They do yeah. that thing where they just like fly out of the bushes in front of you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe Emily is just like, oh, Fig! <laughs> and then when Fig looks around, they're just like, I've never seen that bird before. Do you know what kind of bird that is? Oh, God. It's like when someone's driving and someone's like, oh, my God! Like, what's that? It's like, oh, I saw a cat. It's like, no! Yeah, like, oh, that cloud looks so crazy right now. <laughs> Fig's very stressed. Yeah, that's Emily. Like, the, this, the, it's the... It's the like flight response, but with no practical applications <laughs> to it. Yeah. Fig's just got the staff out like, oh, Oh god. <laughs> so yeah, as your day goes on with a lot of false calls and stressful encounters of nothing much, Fig, you do notice one thing mm-hmm. in your day. You hear the shifting of bark and arguing in a language I don't know if anyone else understands. Yeah, you hear this very floaty syllables kind of really long as you approach where the sound is coming from south of you you see these two large pine tree like creatures with faces that seem to be arguing in sylvan and one of them says get off of me something's wrong with you why are you being like this the other one says this is mine i want it get out of my forest it is mine and you notice that the one arguing has all this black sap down his chest and face. And he seems to be wrestling with the other one. Do I recognize what they are? I just pictured Gollum as well. They came to me! They seem to be some sort of tree person. Are they giant? Uh, they're pretty huge, yeah. They're tree-sized. Maybe a bit bigger than that. Uh, standing, their kind of bodies are probably 12 foot long. Okay, so I can see them doing this fighting. Yeah, so. and they don't seem to be paying attention to you. They're kind of just like wrestling in the one kind of like punches the other one. You can see bark flying off. I'm going to speak in Sylvan. Yeah. Okay, like, hey, stop it. Why are you fighting? My friend has become sick of something. I don't know what's wrong with him. The other one says, more creatures in here. Get out of my forest. It's not your forest. We're here to protect the trees. You should know, my dear tree friend, that the forest is owned by no one, and you as a tree should know this. Do I see this black sap that he has? Yeah, it's just like pouring down them. And I recognize it as the stuff I saw last night. Yeah. The ent that's the more sane one looks towards you, Fig. As a hint of recognition, he says, Druid, help. I see that you are powerful. 
rid him of his sickness. I cannot. Do I know what would heal that? Would I know if healing, healing word or anything would help a tree? You do not know. Can I? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I can try. How long has he been like this? Just this morning, we came to I meet, know- and he's been like this ever since. As he kind of like pushes him over, he kind of like tumbles down into the snow slightly. As you see, just like big clumps of this black ichor falling off of him. I knew a tree last night who experienced the same thing, and he was sick, but he got better within a few hours. I don't want to risk it. I'll try cast healing word at him. Okay. Um, as you start casting healing word, what would you say to him? I say, this is not you. You are a man of the forest and you know that you are ill. Fight the illness. You're not meant to be this way. As you see, just parts of the bark where he's been fighting kind of like heals up. And he just spots out this large black ichor from inside. Get out of here! And he starts getting up and starts moving towards you, Fig. This is my forest. So, as he's turning towards you, what do you do? Yell at him. Just stop, I'm not your enemy and you know it. As he's going to take a big slam attack at you. Uh, 20. Fucking hell, yeah. That is. And 21 damage. Oh my god! (laughs) As he takes this big slam into you and you kind of hit into another tree um, as you're trying to say I'm not your enemy as he just clobbers you on the side of the face leaving you dazed slightly as the other tree kind of starts running up towards him and he takes like another slam uh, from this sick tree what's everyone else doing? Seeing this thing attack Fig I think Vader will attack it with reduced flame. Okay, go for it. 23. It hits. 12 fire damage. Nice. As you launch this fireball at him, the black ichor almost catches on fire and uh, does considerably more damage than you'd think to this creature. Anything else you want to do, Veda? I think she's just going to yell at the tree and just be like, don't you touch him. Emlyn, anything you want to do? Yeah, I figure Emlyn like, doesn't know what the fuck is going on and has like never seen creatures like this <laughs> and is like very lost but if vader is attacking the tree uh fig should we attack it hit it but don't kill it just loving the image of emlyn standing like with a sword ready like kind of looking at fig like huh like <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> just like coughing up blood against the tree just like ah <laughs> um that's a 25 to hit yeah that hits seven damage I mean, unless it looks, like, incredibly wounded by that. Oh, no. As, as you stab into it, it doesn't seem to react to even you hitting it. As yeah, it has okay. thick bark and, <laughs> you know, you're stabbing a tree and it's just like... Not Does very anyone hard. get sneak attack because that other tree's in melee? I'll say yes. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I was going <laughs> to say they, they attack with the offhand as well, g- yep. given that that did, like, absolutely nothing. Does a 14 hit? Uh, no. Okay, cool. So it's going to be... 7 plus 5, so it's 12. Do you not roll 3d6 now? For Oh my god, I fucking do. It's going to be 15. 15. Okay. Fig, like, replied during my turn, like, basically, if Emlyn can 
I think that they're very spooked out by the whole situation and their natural instinct is to go and hide behind like a different tree yeah. that they hope is also not a creature. Okay. So as you as you run up to this thing, hit it with your two swords, are you then just running away from it? Oh yeah, no, wait, yeah, so I can't hide properly, but yeah, I think Yeah, I think maybe they do, even though I don't think like combat wise that makes any sense. Okay. So yeah, as you're stab into it and you know, stabbing into a tree it doesn't look like it does as much damage as you would hope as you begin to run away from it it just takes this big sweep towards you uh as a attack of opportunity yeah yeah so it's a natural 20. was <gasps> that a 30 to hit yeah <laughs> that hits uh so that is 25 damage <laughs> okay cool I, I rolled pretty badly with them as you kind of like stab into it and begin to run away, he just slams on top of Emlyn as the snow kind of protects you slightly from this damage, but it just crushes you under this massive weight and you feel this black ichor kind of go on top of you. I feel like Emlyn feels justified in trying to run away. Yeah. Like they, they, as far as they can tell, they like slashed at a tree, it didn't do much, and then it landed on them and now their like face is bleeding. <laughs> yeah. And sure. they're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely feel like a couple of ribs have probably like snapped and oh god you know your shoulders just kind of probably popped a little bit this other tree just takes a big slam towards oh it. oh i forgot that i have a new thing which is uncanny dodge oh yeah that's true you can uncanny dodge that so you take half of that damage yeah i think that if you're gonna let me yeah that's fine then maybe that's what <laughs> they moved do on, so that's okay um, um, so you take uh, 12 damage um, as this other tree in takes a, uh, two big slams at the, the tree and says snap out of it uh, 25 dealing 18 damage and it's other attack 21 which hits it for 14 it's fig you kind of your eyes are all fuzzy and they kind of come into focus what do you want to do how hurt does the tree ant look? Not incredibly hurt. I'm just gonna stand up and put my hand out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna throw out a bunch of seeds. And my eyes turn white and I'm gonna cast Moonbeam. Oh shit, okay. So just this will be for on its turn when it comes. It will do a con save. Uh, 16, which saves. Uh, yes. Yep. Oh, just saves. Okay. So it takes half damage. Like a lot, probably like a large beam is like descending down on top of him. I'm just gonna stay back then. Okay, so you're kind of being knocked against a tree. You launch this large moonbeam uh, at this creature, and on its turn, it will take six damage. As Veda, you're ready to go. What are you doing? Um, she's gonna keep her distance and cast produce flame again. Nice. Go for it. She doesn't like this tree. <laughs> it's, it's her fig and Emlyn now. She's ready to like kick its butt. Nice. Ooh, crit. Nice. Um, okay, so 16. 16 fire damage. Holy shit. As Malabar's not sure actually what to do uh, during this whole fight sequence, they're kind of just waiting as uh, they now start acting as fig is now attacking this thing. As... She begins running this massive fireball coming from Veda, strikes into this sickly 
creature and it didn't look that hurt fig and it just erupts into flame and starts all the ichor starts burning and it gives us this weird burning sound like as you see parts it's like limbs its branches start breaking off and it starts like hobbling around and starts trying to run away and now just completely in flame as it kind of just stops and falls and the flames kind of still billowing out this doesn't seem to be moving i don't want to bring it back and then be all angry again if i run over to it is it still um it's like on fire it's burning well is it like still got the black acre and stuff yeah that's the thing it's like burning it mostly and it's hard to get really close to it because it's a huge like bonfire now i'm going to healing word it for just a little bit so it doesn't die okay. can it. i still be unconscious though your magical energy kind of douses the flames and puts it out and it's and it's just lying there motionless still pretty hurt and healing word doesn't do a ton of healing you want to cast it see how much healing you did to it six okay and you see the the burns kind of come off of it and kind of dissolve in the air and you see the more tree rather than the burnt burnt bark now it's just lying there what do you want to do i'm going to go invisible okay (laughs) and i'm gonna go closer to it and say are you feeling better Uh, I'm gonna cast Shillelagh. Okay. And I want to give him a whack, <laughs> knock him out again, but just make him go to sleep, not actually die. Okay. Sixteen, does that hit? Yeah, that hits. For twelve damage. Yeah, you just, you just as he's kind of like turns over with his face, you just whack him in the face, and he just goes limp. <laughs> I just like to think that Fig's invisible, but his staff comes into visibility when he's like, <laughs> yeah. super fast. Like no battery. <laughs> I'm gonna my invisibility would wear off. Yeah, as you come back into existence. I'm going to say to the other tree in Sylvan, let him rest. I think in a few hours he'll be okay again. I hope so. That's not the way I really wanted that to go. Could you not cure him of this thing? I don't think I have that power yet. Hmm. I'm sorry. Unfortunate. You will get there though. Thank you. I will stay with him until he wakes. I hope he gets better. I hope he does too, and I hope that he doesn't hold anything against us. I'm sure he will. Thank you again. I do not hold any ill will towards you. And neither us to you or him. I'm going to pat the tree. Like, he'll get better. Be careful. There's been strange senses around here. We know. Something's not right. As he kind of just sits down next to his friend and kind of like strokes his bristles. As uh, Lara says, what the fuck? What's going on? I don't know. Emlyn, are you happy something strange happened while you were here? Why would that make me happy? Because everything strange happens when you're gone and then we sound crazy when we try to tell you about it. I don't want to be attacked by monsters. Well, neither do we, but at least you were here this time. No, you're happy because I know that it's real. (laughs) I got hit in the face. Do you want healing? Are you okay? I'm fine. Emlyn wipes blood off the face with a already slightly dirty hanky. <laughs> They're done. They're ready. Ready to fucking go. Yeah, so, as as the day goes on, nothing more strange happens. Just this weird feeling around you all the time. As you set down for camp, uh, figure you want to make a survival check to see how well you do. 
and in camp. Survival? Oh. Oh, for 12! I'm rolling so badly! Yeah. So yeah, it's similar situation. There's just a bit of clearing uh, under a, a larger tree. It seems to be more dry and you can set up tents and bedrolls there. You set up a small fire and clear out the brush. Uh, is there anything you guys want to do or talk about? And we can go through watches. Things just sit in quietly. Are you both feeling okay now? Physically, yes. Something just feels really weird. It's a spooky forest. I don't know, I haven't spent as much time in forests as you have, so... I don't know what's normal spooky and what's extra spooky, but this definitely doesn't seem right. No, I mean, the forests that I grew up in were magical, so weird stuff happened like all the time. But I wouldn't expect it to be in these forests, they're not magical. Well, unless this one is, but I can't... I can't... Like, if I cast Detect Magic, then it's not finding anything, really, to do with the forest or the trees. It just seems to be these anomalies. Do you think it could be an area like where the frog people were, where a little bit of somewhere else is leaking through? Maybe. I hope it isn't. I hope it isn't too. don't want frogs leaking through to the... (sighs) But it seems more, I don't know, like, angry than the frogs did. Something's making the forest sick, but only for a moment. But the frogs were just kind of there. But it's only affecting, like, some bits here and there, so... Maybe it's like one thing, and it's moving from tree to tree. Why does it feel like it's watching us? Maybe it's an evil wizard. You know, maybe it's someone doing it. Maybe. Casting spells. Isn't that what wizards do? Big, do you think this could be anything to do with the fae? It crossed my mind. Does it feel like anything you've known before? Does it, Sandy? Uh, yeah. The changing of areas the dawn like morn like days that are always there the strangeness around you has a feeling of familiarity and worry i'd say yeah this reminds me of the fae feels like it's coming in do you think they could be trying to take you home again his face just gets like dark maybe i don't know it better not be who would try to take you, Fig? My mum. She's not exactly happy that I'm here. It's okay, we won't let her take you anywhere. Fig gets up. Hmm. And he just like looks into the forest and he just yells, You better not be following me, I swear. I'm not coming back. Leave me alone. You hear like, and he just like yells at the top of his voice. Yeah. You hear creaking of wood. Some birds start flapping from trees. He just like snarls and like goes and sits down. Like, you've never seen Fig angry, and he looks really angry. I think Malara says, How is your mum following us? How can we not see her, if that is the case? Because she's extremely powerful, and she can go between trees. So, she can almost bend reality in a way. And she can go between a Feywild at will. But she doesn't want to be seen, she won't be. So, if it is her, maybe... Her going between trees is what's infecting them if it's a presence that shouldn't be there. It might be. Dryads are supposed to help the forest, but she stopped doing that a long time ago. Why? Because she's not a good person. Is that why you ran away? I didn't run away so much as we had an argument until she let me leave. And it took five years to get her down to let me go. 
That doesn't sound like a very healthy relationship. It wasn't. So I don't want to go back, but she keeps trying to make me. And she told me that if I ever go back, I have to stay. And she wants to make it bad for me here till I go back. And I won't. Don't want to. We won't let that take you. I am your mother now. <laughs> she didn't say that. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah, I think they feel the same, you know. Vic <laughs> has new parents now. <laughs> yes, now you're our child. <laughs> For this evening, I guess watches are more wanted. So who's mm-hmm. going to go first? I think Vic wants to go first because I don't think he'll get to sleep very easily. Okay. It'll go second or third, she doesn't mind. Okay. Yeah, I'll just do the same. I'll be there in the morning to not notice anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fig, you want to make a perception check for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so angry, I can feel it. Well. Okay, and that's affecting your perception? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's Fig thinking? Like, what's the narrative in his head right now? Doesn't want to go back. He's also scared. And... He's just angry. I think you're more in your own head than like outwardly listening. Mm-hmm. For the most part, you don't hear or see anything out of the ordinary, apart from the odd rustle of trees and howling of wolves in the distance. Uh, Veda. Cool. Don't let me down. 19. Being worried for Fig, I feel like you're more perceptive of this evening. You notice a shift in the snow. As you look over towards it, there's nothing there but you saw something imprint in the snow. As you walk over to it, you see two almost pole-like footprints just in the snow behind a tree. Just try and move her hand through above it, see if there's anything there. Nothing there. And you can see in the footprint, there's a small spill of this black ichor. And you remember from your vision of these tree-like things, they don't have human legs they have thin uh, branch like feet that are uh, almost just like pole shaped your mind immediately goes to these kind of dryads that something was sitting there watching until you notice the shift can she see any sign of any more like just those two can she see anything if she like looks up around and higher branches and stuff nothing but you know that something physical is now watching you she just keep an extra close eye for the rest of her watch. And I'm assuming Malara's going after. Yeah. She'll tell Malara about it. Okay. Say to be careful. Let's see Malara's roll 12. Extra perceptive. And she doesn't seem to pick up on anything strange in the evening. Just sitting, kind of sharpening her axe. As she wakes up Emlyn for their morning shift. Is Emlyn, if you want to make a... Perception roll? It's a four. What happened? <laughs> it's just, I've, you know, got a plus zero. I think it's very in character. Yeah. Again, like to the, you know, it's just dark. It's dark when they get up and they're looking around and they're like, I'm not going to see anything here. Yeah. So they just like straight up start like, you know, getting things together for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, they're trying to start a hole in their jumper, but it's not going very well. <laughs> So just kind of tending to things rather than keeping a watchful eye because you can't, I guess. Yeah. Food's already going. This The smell of probably some sort of porridge or stew in the morning you know, wakens everyone up. It's fig. You kind of like rub your eyes 
in the morning and along the scar on your nose you feel this substance you kind of quickly look to see if it was blood a black ichor is across your nose you start rubbing it and it kind of comes off only on the scar of your nose i just wipe it off is there any signs that something's been near me like any footprints make a perception or investigation i do perception sure 23 okay as you can have a quick look around to see if there's anything there's nothing immediately around you but you do see pretty indented in the ground where veda saw still these two little pinprick feet are they like big pinprick feet or are they yeah. like they're pretty big they're like probably your palm sized foot i suppose or your, your hand sized maybe a bit smaller i'm just gonna go back and just like she was here she are you sure? Us. Yes, I'm sure. Maybe we should get out of the forest as soon as we can. Maybe she can't follow so clearly when we're not in a forest. I think so. I think, I don't know, I think seeing me might be getting her all mad. I woke up with some of that black stuff on my face. That's not good. And you're sure it's her? Or one of her people. She can make them do what she wants. But I'm pretty sure it's her. Well, if we think we need to get out of the forest, let's find the fastest way out of the forest. So you want to move at like a faster pace? Yeah, I want to get out of here. I love forests. She's reading this tree city for me. Okay. <laughs> a quicker pace, make a perception fig at disadvantage. Uh, sorry, with a minus five. Uh, 21. Ooh, good shit. So keeping a faster pace, you still get that sense around you that something's following. As the trees start to come less clustered and about halfway through the day you now make it to a dirt road kind of outside the forest and there's more of uh it's probably it's about a 20 foot wide road and it seems to just start spiraling through the forest you see a couple of frozen rivers at the side as well is it forest on either side of the road yes but it, not as thick so there's there's okay. spots where there's not as many trees we might be safer here but i don't know you do feel oh. the air around you lessen. It's not as close anymore. It's distant, but you still feel like something's watching you from either side of the, the pass. It still has this watchful gaze. Keep trying to keep an eye out and catch a glimpse. There's like some horror movie shit. Mm -hmm. Is the attack of the tree people. I'm spooked out. Emlyn is definitely spooked out. <laughs> Emlyn is maximum. They've been at like maximum tense for a long time. <laughs> Fig is just pissed. We have to like get Emblem a massage when we get to Zendaria. <laughs> Work out some knots. <laughs> they just want a pint and to lie down. <laughs> I don't want to be here. As your day trudges on at a very quick pace and Fig walks very quickly at a quick pace, it reaches the sun starts setting as Emlyn, your heart kind of starts beating fast. As you see a small hamlet and uh, up on the side of a ridge, a tavern. And you see a couple of riders heading towards you and they turn into this now. Uh, it looks to be an inn of some kind and with a farmstead. You can see a lot of the trees have now been pushed back and a small cluster of horses and cattle kind of roam this area. I mean, their hearts being fast because they're excited, not because yeah, exactly. danger sense. <laughs> Even yeah. more danger in this direction. Um, as you approach, uh, you see that it's called 
the restless harp. Restless harp. Yes, harp. Like with a P. With a P, yeah. yes. See, that sounds nice, doesn't it? And then we'll be out of the trees and any of the sort of magical stuff going on. We can all have a sit down. Sounds, sounds good. As you hurry inside this very quaint cottage-like inn with a lovely thatched roof, it's about a two-story building. As you are welcomed inside with the sound of merriment, the clinking of glasses, it's a very beautiful open-planned inn. We see off to the left side of the room a furball with blue skin and these very large mutton chop sideburns. And he seems to be cooking over a stove and dishing out dumplings and stews where there's just mis- mismatched chairs and tables placed all around the place. All different shapes and sizes and designs and people kind of... And people are just sitting all over the place. Different travelers all with backpacks off to their side. You see tieflings, humans, dragonborns, some genasse, halflings, gnomes, dwarfs, all gathered around speaking of the days. You can see a couple of people are hunched in on themselves, hushing uh, as you kind of enter. As you see off to the right side, a large fireplace where there's some worn leather seats are placed around it and a bookshelf with various titles. You see a couple of people just sitting there reading, having their wines and various things. As you head inside, what would you like to do? Um, I have a question. Yes. Is there a harp? As you kind of look around for a harp, uh, there's not one currently out, no. Biggs is going to go over to the empty table. Okay. And just slam his head into it. It's like, doof! It just yeah. lifts his head on the table. Veda will go up to talk to whoever's on the bar. It's the, um, it's the it's the fur bulk. It's got his little, little kitchen and like a little counter. He says, "Oh, I was just gonna bring your food up for you." We haven't ordered any. We just got here. And he kind of tilts his head as the fur bulgs do. Uh, well, I've your friend the fur bulg and the halfling and the tiefling. Yes, that's your party. Yes. You've already booked a room. Upstairs? Oh, for God's sake. I hope this is a time thing and not that we have weird doppelgangers, but both are very bad. <laughs> As he kind of like puts out a hefty furball style stew, a couple of smaller ones, and says, uh, You've already paid for your room and everything, so must have just been a difficult day for you. Yes, you could say that. Can I roll an insight? Sure. Check, not my strong suit. But this whole place to see, is just a puddle. To see if um, this this guy's like messing with me or if he's yeah, telling, telling the truth. Me. Sure. Twenty two. He's telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> There's no light. Like he's confused. Like you've you've already ordered food. I have your food and you have your room uh, booked and everything. I'm sorry. I'm not quite feeling myself today. So it's just okay. Perhaps lay off the wine a bit tonight. Yes, I think so. Um, I'll take those over and put the food. Yeah. Carry it over and put it down on the table and be like, apparently we already booked a room and paid for it and ordered food. Oh yeah. So what? I what? don't think we are home free. Oh God's sake! I just slam my head on the table again. <laughs> if I check my, if Emlyn checks their money. 
Yep. Is it the same as before, or is yes, any it's the same. gone? Well, that's a win then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we should go upstairs? I mean, it's probably time, isn't it? If the river was flowing all weird and stuff, but. Do you think maybe, just in case, we should go upstairs, in case when we go up, we meet ourselves? Or should we definitely not do that, because we're in the universe? I... I have no idea. Did he say where we were supposed to be? No, he just said that we had booked a room, and that we had ordered food, and that we had already paid for it. Maybe ask him where we went? Yeah, maybe Emlyn like, goes up to the bar and is like, Sorry, can't remember exactly which room was ours? Dead. Just head upstairs, and it's the second one on the left. Thanks, it's been a long day. <laughs> this is okay. I think unless anyone stops them, Emily wants to go up to the room. Okay. I want to go. I'll go with you. I don't want you okay, to go yeah. Okay. Vader, you coming? Danger. Uh, our room. I guess so. Wait. All right. Emily needs a tiny bit of the food first. Yeah, Fig takes some dumplings. <laughs> I mean, it's very dangerous. I kind of want to have eaten beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Emily just like cramming food in their face while we walk yeah, upstairs. Like, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, as you're, prepared. <laughs> as you're spooning stew into your face and shoveling dumplings in, you head up the stairs. It's a long corridor. There's three or f- there's three rooms on the right side and three rooms on the left side. I want to just like try the door, like a tiny bit, or see if we can like see through the keyhole or something, just yeah, in I case it is us. <laughs> can I hear anyone behind the door? Okay, as Emily, you peer through and figure listening in. Uh, someone make a perception with advantage. Do you want me to do it? Yeah, it should probably be you. <laughs> 21. Okay. It could be like people pretending to be us, or it could just be like real us, or it could be like absolutely nothing and it's just time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just us being dumb. <laughs> As you peer in through the peephole, uh, the keyhole, Emily, you do see a bunch of people walking around. Fig, as you listen in, you hear. Well, they said that they're going to be bringing up their food soon, yeah? Well, I... Uh, yes, we just have to wait and see. This should not be a problem. We just have to wait. I'm Does so it sound upset. like us? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <It> like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now it's like... Since we've been doing a lot of like interesting character building, it's a great time for us to figure out like where our characters stand on the like, would you fuck your clone question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, like, they, they sound that nasally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, you know, before we go in, and then it's like, now I think we should probably talk to them, but before we start, I kind of want to know where, <laughs> what page everyone's on, on the, you know. <laughs> I just realized this is karma for the last session. This is like <laughs> Spider Man meme times I do want to know though. If you guys met yourself, would you fight them or something else? Just what? why would I fight myself? I think I'm I okay. Know. Would you fight yourself? What if the other one's evil? If it's evil, then yeah. How do you know which one is the real you? I'm the real me. That's easy. Yeah, I'm the real me too. Are you not the real you? <laughs> I don't know. I will incite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Natural <laughs> it's, it's definitely Vader. Vader, that's definitely you, don't worry. But is it Vader Prime? <laughs> it's the Vader that you know, Fake, but who's the real Vader? 
As Malara is just like, I don't... What is going on? I'm very confused. It's us. We're inside the room. But maybe we shouldn't meet us because, I don't know, maybe it'd be weird. Maybe it's already weird. It's already weird. That's but... true. In fact, it's weird for us at the moment and all we'd be doing is be making it weird for them as well. It doesn't really affect us. Well, maybe we can have a big sleepover. Um, Emlyn understands oh, where fate comes down on the wood, you fuck your clone. <laughs> as, as you see a, a door opening, one that you're kind of peering through, as it just kind of peers open and you see Emlyn, you see Emlyn, Emlyn, just looking back at you and the door closes. Uh... <laughs> I don't think you can't pretend to do my accent because it's nothing. <laughs> Good, Sandy, do it, try it. There seems to be a problem. Actually, I've changed my mind. Don't do the voice because you're just going to do it better than I am. <laughs> That's not what I want. <laughs> Here, what, what do you mean? There's what's this, what's this a problem in the, out there? And uh, it, the door just opens as a pretty spitting image of your party inside the room, and they're all just kind of like looking at each other. We just, just like point. fall through the door in like a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to. I, I want to draw like the Spider-Man meme, but with everybody <laughs> same. Do we like um look like exactly the same? Do you know what I mean? If Emlyn looks at like evil Emlyn, <laughs> is it? Do they have like exactly the same hair today and like wearing the same clothes and everything? Yes. No unusual birthmarks. No. Evil birthmarks. Okay. They look exactly <laughs> like you. Height the same. It's just like hello. How long ago did you get here? We got here uh, a couple of hours ago. <laughs> when did you get here? Uh, just ago. now. Have you guys been through the strange woods as well? Well, this is a good sign anyway. You haven't killed us as Fig, the other Fig, looks towards everyone. We, look, we didn't mean any harm by it. We just needed some food and a place to stay. What do you mean you don't mean any harm by it? Taking your identity. Oh, so you're not real. Oh. I thought maybe you were the evil versions of us. Who are you? They all just kind of like look at each other. Well, we're you right now, so... Just the... What do you mean? How did you become us? We were traveling through the forest and we noticed you guys were traveling and we thought that we could use your identity to get a room. Can I roll history to see if Vader would know of any kind of shapeshift things or anything. Sure. And can I roll insight to see if they're evil? <laughs> uh, sure. Or are they just, you know, just trying to get them? I th- maybe Emlyn's confused. Emlyn rolls insight to see if they're the real them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they look in a mirror. 16 oh. for history. I got 27 for insight. And Emlyn's the 2 for insight. Okay, <laughs> so, Vader, you do know that doppelgangers and shapeshifters are a thing they're typically neutral creatures other doppelgangers that have been throughout history have either taken places of power and have been found out and then killed because they're not the same person and has done it in a malicious way to get that power where others have just been kind of neutral living themselves and not really bothering other people um but except for this unforeseen a circumstance where the person bumps into each other. This doesn't normally happen. And doppelgangers <laughs> typically stick to themselves and will only go into a place for 
quick trade and then leave. Fig, what were you trying to insight? If they are evil, they don't or seem if evil. They're genuinely just wanting a place to stay. You can see that they're not wielding any anything. They they, they have the the weapons that you have, but they're not like drawing it out. They seem quite relaxed, if not a bit embarrassed about being caught. Emlyn, you don't know who you are. <laughs> Emlyn just like reaches out to touch the other Emlyn. Yeah. Reach out as well to touch you. Fig can disguise himself, right? Yeah. Because that time he went, he looked like Vader. Mm-hmm. Is he like, was he the same size as Vader when he disguised himself? Yeah. I just wanted to know whether if, if like this thing was like a different shape, whether Enlan's hand is just like gonna go through if they're a different shape. Yeah, as you as you touch your your other version of yourself, <laughs> the other version of yourself, uh, and kind of release, it's sticky. It's like Ooh. gelatinous. So sorry, what you were gonna say to begin with is, as you touch yourself, it's sticky and gelatinous. Yes. I feel like gelatinous is the thing that's like, ooh. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's goo. Something wrong there. Yeah. yeah. I guess that. <laughs> Gotta get that, that checked out. <laughs> that sells the would you fuck your clan. <laughs> Probably not, no. Why were you thinking about Vader? Is there um goo left on Emma's hand? Yeah, it's kind of like release. There is like a weird gooey substance, yeah. Is it, is the, it black the evil goo? Stuff? Yeah. It, it's evil goo as. No, but is it like the black icker stuff that? No, it's not. It's not black. Sorry, it's just that's like, what I was asking. It's, yeah. like, it's like see-through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you guys are just pretending to be us, so you guys can get a room. Yes, uh, we were trying to get away from our settlement. It has been overrun by a strange creature, and we needed a place to stay. I think that's fair. I think it is fair, but we didn't right? expect you to bump into you here. That's alright. <laughs> Emlyn just like turns around a fig and is like, or are we pretending to be them? No, Emlyn, they've already said that they're not us. No, Emlyn sits down. <laughs> we kind of, I, we kind of ate some of your food that you ordered, so sorry about that. As Rude says, do you have any other food? I always have food. We'd much appreciate Emlyn it. Emlyn does not offer any food. <laughs> if you could, no. it's been a couple of days. Oh, I share out some rations. And you just kind of start eating. Oh, they're cute. I like them. Emily just looks at Fig horrified, like, but, no. You're only borrowing us for a little while, right? You guys are going to stop being us once you guys leave this place? We'd kind of prefer it if you did, also because, you know. Well, we would just go back to our place, but there's a creature there. What kind of creature? It has a large mouth on the top of its head, a big eye. It burrows under the ground and it's very vicious. But if you can rid of it, we have lots of good shiny things there. Uh, you can take what you want, but we cannot go back. We're not strong. Emlyn, at the mention of shiny things, Emlyn just turns and is like, well, I think we definitely ought to help these people. It can get very confusing if there's two of us going around everywhere anyway. So where about do you guys stay? Just north of here. Back in the forest? Yes. Mm. Is that a problem? Mm-hmm. We're not having a good time with the forest at the moment. No, I don't feel like a lot of people are. When did the thing come? A couple of days ago. Three, four, four days ago. That's why we haven't eaten. We haven't had a person to turn into. Should we get another room or... <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think we should. I'll go, I'll go downstairs and order more food for you. 
and get us another room. Can you get me some more food, please? <laughs> okay, I'll order eight more portions. How did you decide who was going to be who? We just drew straws, really. You didn't all want to be me? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of like, they look at you and then they start eating again. <laughs> would you prefer if we just drop ourselves to the... That would be so much less confusing. <laughs> As they transform back to their normal selves, which are all standing about in between five and six foot tall. These completely blue, bald and naked creatures with these piercing white eyes. They all just kind of standing there uh, and they just keep eating and the other one goes is that better do they still have our voices no <laughs> i don't know i'm uh <laughs> fingers really sound really sounded they, they they have like a slight sheen to them as they like touching cutlery and eating food and stuff like you can see it's like gooey on their hands can you guys just turn into like anything anything that we see yes if i draw a picture can you turn into the drawing no. Well, what if it's a really good picture? Yeah, what's really good? Uh, perhaps, yes. I've never really tried it, but it'd have to be a full portrait, I suppose. And they all sound like that. They're all like, oh, yes, hello. It's like the... They kind of look like the Blue Man group. They're all just bald <laughs> and blue. Crazy. Yeah. I'm going to try to draw a picture for you guys later. And we can give it a shot. If you want to, I won't make you. But it could be a fun experiment. It has gone downstairs and like gotten another room and more food. Yeah, I'll call it uh, a gold for everything. Emlyn looks at one of them and it's just like, I think that one looked more attractive as me, just about. And it, it turns back into into you. No, that's not what I. No. <laughs> it just smiles. Can you all turn into the same thing? They all turn into Emlyn. Yes, <laughs> this is what I wanted. <laughs> this is not what Emlyn wanted. <laughs> Things like, oh my god, they're all so small. Full identity crisis. <laughs> can the picture, oh my god, can the picture for this one just be like being John Malkovich with loads of edits? <laughs> yes. Amazing. But one of them just looks like way more full of fear than the other one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need that in my life. So as Feda, you come back up with food and you get your own room. They're pretty simple rooms. There's... A double bed and two single beds, pretty what you're used to in a like a tub full of water that you can use if you so wish. I think Emlyn just wants to get away from the other Emlyns. <laughs> Emlyn, what, what are you thinking right now? They hate it. They've had like no magic their entire life. And then it's been like one or two days where it's like too much magic, yeah. way too much magic. And also it's probably the kind of thing that's like in fairy stories, you know? Mm -hmm. I think maybe Emlyn is like lying awake at night being like, what if they steal my identity? <laughs> Anything's it's possible. I think once got the other room and everything sorted, uh, Veda's just gonna ask, um, so how far away is your... Does it take long to get to? No, it doesn't take long to get to. It takes <laughs> just a little bit, about an hour or so, as one of the Emlyns speaks to you. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Maybe... Um... You don't know if it's me or not. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell it's not because you're just like looking horrified in the, in the corner, rocking back and forth. Uh, so maybe we can do that in the morning. What do you think? That's fine with me. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Could you just not be me for a little while? And they all say at the exact same time. Could you not be me? 
Because we probably aren't going to think more kindly towards helping you if you're all pretending to be me at once, and the people downstairs will probably notice that there's five of me. <laughs> As they just all turn back to their blue cells. <laughs> can you guys just do that whenever? Yeah, we can do it anytime we wish. I can kind of do it too, but not to that extent. It's really cool. Do we, like, recognize the blue things, by the way? That's up to you. Is it something we've heard of, or, like... Uh, okay. You've probably heard them in fairy tales, yeah. These look exactly like doppelgangers. A kind of okay. irrelevant question to this, but did you guys see anything weird in the forest while you were there, other than the thing attacking your village? No, we haven't seen anything. We haven't been there in the past four days, so... Have you been us for the past four days? Past couple of days, yes. Right. Safer to travel on the roads. We caught a glimpse of you and uh, made our way south as quickly as we possibly could. We'll leave you guys to rest, alright? Okay. What kind of time is it? Uh... It's evening. It's probably like... It's so like early evening or is it like getting late? I think it's about eight in the evening okay. this time of year. Beta might um, go downstairs and ask if she can play. The furbog says, yes, of course. If you Do you have an instrument or do you require one? Uh, do you have any? We do. We have one harp. It is in the back. I can get it for you if you so wish. That would be lovely. It's been too long since I played a full harp. Very well. And he kind of just like trudging along. Uh, and he kind of opens a, a cupboard, takes off this big sheet, picks up a, one of these huge harps and places it in the middle of a room where you see like a, a slight raise uh, of a stage. Uh, there's probably like a table sitting on top of it and he kind of clears it all out off and places the harp, places a stool for you to sit and play. Do you want to make a performance check? See how you do? Or... Yes, 25. Plus 10. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you beautifully play a the harp people are just entranced by it all conversation comes to an end as people just sit and listen to you play i'm gonna scoop up emlyn from the room from having their breakdown in the corner mm. <laughs> and like take them to the hall just like hey i think veda's playing i'm gonna go hang out in the room for a bit might have a bath or something all right if you're sure yeah i might come down in a bit but i just kind of want to be alone for a moment okay well we're here if you need anything thanks I'll put Emily down and head to the room. Time to ruin that bath with some fluff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's definitely the thing where you're like, your top half and your legs are hanging out of the bath. and It's like having a bath in a, in a paddy pool. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, as Malara's downstairs watching Veda play as well. As Emily, you come down and sit. Probably have a drink or two. Is it like a, basically, will Emily be able to send letters from here? If you inquire, they do have yeah. a... A posted service that will come through and pick up players, yeah. Okay, um, well then I think maybe like while they're listening to Vader playing, or <laughs> well maybe while they're listening to Vader playing they try and write letters and then they get like get really caught up in the performance and then afterwards they have a drink and like get back to it. Yeah. And they write two letters and one is in like scrawly little handwriting and the other one they spend way longer on and it's in like huge printed handwriting. And there's like little stick figure drawings of like a little tree person <laughs> and like little uh you know like crappy approximations of what the like mountain goblins and stuff looked like yeah okay so yeah you write all those uh, you hand them to the the innkeeper here and he says it'll probably pick them up in the next couple of days or so yes so as everyone's playing figures there anything that you want to think about or do in the bath he's just um sitting all cozy Okay. And sort of relieved to be out of the forest. And he's kind of angry that, like, he loves forests. 
fucking ruining it, man. He's just sort of, like, falling from anger into sort of sadness. And he sort of sits in the tub. And did you go down? Or did you just stay upstairs? I think he just stays upstairs. I think he probably hear Veda from up here, Oh, right? for sure. Yeah, he'll, he'll listen to the music as well. But he's just sort of stewing in his own little sad puzzle. <laughs> okay, as your evening kind of draws later to an end. Oh, Veda, uh, you get 12 gold pieces of people giving you nice. money for playing. That was two sixes on a d6. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so people are very enthused with your performance. and It felt appropriate to play a harp in a place called... Restless Harp. Yeah. Ooh. Makes sense. Um, yeah, and people are loving it and you know, you start hearing speak of you around the place to your amusement. Um, as sleep takes you the next couple of hours, bellies full of food, mead and wines, and your morning comes with ease. What would you like to do today? Are you wanting to help the doppelgangers? Are you wanting to use um, I, I don't really like the idea of people walking around looking like us and also it sounds bad if they can't go home. I, we're all about helping people, aren't we? We should probably help them. Alara, what do you think? Sounds fine to me. Uh, it doesn't seem too far off the path, so... Yeah, if it only takes an hour. Need a bit of exercise get... anyway. Okay, so shall we get directions from them? As you inquire of directions, they say about a mile north of the path, heading straight north, you'll come to a, a two trees that have crossed over in like an X and underneath there is a, a cave. doesn't go too far deep, and that is where their residents are. Uh, then they have like little hovels inside there. Can I roll insight to make sure that they're not sending us to a trap? Sure, of course. 23? They've not kept anything from you. They've said what's there. A strange creature. At least we know that if we die, we have replacements. We can keep the same character. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> That would be like mess up. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, Veda <laughs> goes back and sees her family. <laughs> Fuck. Doesn't let anyone touch. <laughs> touch no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. We have backup characters now. <laughs> it's just the same characters, but with less memories. Yeah, they... Oh, if they that is so depressing. That's so depressing. Fig's <laughs> mum just picks them up and she's like, "What the fuck." <laughs> Yeah, that's what we should do. Just have a lot of decoy figs out there. Yeah. <laughs> Throw her I mean, off the scent. This guy's doing him a favour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but he might get abducted. <laughs> As you have your breakfast, again, it's probably like hearty porridges. You see people getting ready to ride off on their days. You know, f the farmsteads around and you see all the cows now uh, feeding out and horses getting fed their hay and everything like that. As you head into the forest once more. What walking order are we in? I'll go in front. Okay. Beto the second. And then Emlyn trudging along at the back, I assume. If it's snowy, then yes. Yeah, still pretty snowy. The path is cleared a bit, but and trampled. But as soon as you hit into the forest, it again becomes pretty heavy. The sun is out. It's not heavy snowfall in any way. You do feel a slight breeze coming through. Do you get the feeling that we're being watched? No. As you enter the woods, you do not feel it. Right now. Big lets out a little sigh. Yeah. A little relief sigh. Who is going to be looking for this place and who's keeping an eye out? I'll keep an eye out. I'll look for it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, investigation? Investigation, yeah. And 22. 22 for perception. Okay. 14 investigation. Fig, as you keep a 
close eye out to anything coming. You don't see anything the first little while as you are navigated by Veda. The trees get thicker and thicker as about an hour or so in. But at the same time, as the doppelganger said, you come to this clearing with across two trees that have fallen in on themselves and a stone cave that seems to descend deeper. You see a lot of footprints and disruption around the front of this cave. No blood or anything like that. Is there any like weird smells on the air? Like blood or like this? There's, it's not, it could be perceived as blood. There's like a metallic smell in the air. Figures, you're kind of looking around. You get the sense that there's something metallic in the air. It's not blood. And you see a, a quick movement of something down in the cave and you see it just slip under the ground. I am going to cast Symbiotic Entity. Guys, I think it's close by. Is there any way Emlyn can hide? Sure, yeah. <laughs> can they hide up against the side? Yeah. So is you are you running into the cave or hiding at the side of the entrance of the cave? I don't think they want to be ahead of everyone. Okay. I just think they want to hide because it's spooky. Sure. Make a stealth check. Great. 16, which is a pretty bad roll. <laughs> That's a 5 plus 11. <laughs> so you dash off to parts where the trees have collapsed in, and uh, you have a uh, you have a, a good angle of the front of entrance, so if anything came out of that, you could do something with it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess I want to be ready to attack. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Fig, you're very aware that there's something around. Uh, I want to ready my weapon. Okay. Veda, what are you doing? I think she's just gonna ready herself in case something comes near. Maybe get produce flame in her hand. Ready to chuck. And then Malara, I think, is gonna do the same, just ready and attack. Emlyn, as you run across and start hiding behind, the ground underneath you starts moving and starts breaking out. As you as you see this just completely red creature with almost stone-like exterior and um, a big toothy maw coming out the top of its head and it kind of reaches up to take a bite as you can use your reaction as you know it was available uh, you knew it was around but you didn't quite see it so you can uh, make an attack first if you so wish oh yeah cool so 19 to hit yep that hits um and i take it that's not there's no sneak no sneak unfortunately <laughs> it knows yeah. where i'm at yeah um and then you're off to the side, probably like 30 feet away from everyone else. So Great, cool, perfect. Um, I sort of, I knew it was a bad idea, but I keep doing things that I'm like, hmm, I think the character would do this, but I think I'm going to die. <laughs> um, is it like, is it going to still be possible for them to hide or should I use my bonus action for something else? That's up to you. I feel like I don't know the situation, but like in yeah. the situation, is there something they could hide behind um, or is it? Yeah, I feel like from your distance you can run, you can begin to... They could still do that. Yeah, but it would... Like, as it's making its attack, you're kind of slicing down with your sword. If you did begin to run away, you wouldn't, it would still attack you as well. So so it's like taking more attacks. Yeah, yeah I guess they do that. Okay. Uh, I guess they would. Okay. We'll, we'll see how this goes first. I'll let everyone go first before I roll um, this attack. So everyone was kind of ready. Fig, what do you want to do? I will... How far away is it from me? 30 feet. And is Emlyn next to it yeah everyone's been like thrust up into the air as they slice down with their sword and it's kind of so i can't get flanking no i think this is like a, a quick a 
attack. It's like your your held action to do something. Okay, I will run over to it and whack it with a shillelagh staff. Okay. I'm cash Give it a crack. My staff. I miss. I got a nine. Yeah. As you you hit it, but your uh, it's made of stone, and it just sends your hands for reverberating back and it kind of like shakes you in the head uh, okay i'm gonna throw my halos and spores at it okay so that's 2d4 okay Oops, sorry 2d4 so six six as it starts like the top of its head start like coughing as veda what would you like to do um veda is just gonna hurl her boost flame at it oh no okay. not one as you just shoot <laughs> wide as as it peers out the ground not expecting it you just launch it quickly and it it just shoots over Emlyn's head as they're kind of jumping out the way. Anything else you want to do? Maybe move back a little bit. Okay. So you start retreating into the more of the thicket of the trees to give yourself a bit more protection as Malara just begins charging forward to this thing, flies into a rage, screaming very loudly, and is going to make a attack with her great axe. 14. As she slams into this creature, it doesn't seem to pierce through it. Confused, she goes again for her extra attack that she has. <laughs> the only one. Uh, with a 24, dealing 13 slash slashing. As it hits into this creature, it doesn't seem to do as much damage as she would have hoped it would. And it almost like chips a part of her axe as it goes deep. She says, uh, This thing is stronger than I think. As this thing is coming at the ground, makes a big swing towards... No, I guess it makes a bite towards Emlyn. 15? 15 doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Ooh, sweet. As you kind of dodge up as you sliced into it, it's then going to... And you want to jump away from it and uh, hide, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So as you... Well, I think that they're going to try anyway. That's their instinct. <laughs> uh, as you jump off to the side, it's going to take a, a swing at you as you run away for its <laughs> uh, reaction. Uh, with its claw, 17. No, it hits, but can I dodge as a reaction? Yes, of course. <laughs> Love rogues. Uh, that's four uh, slashing, uh, reduced to two. As it just catches Sweet. you in the back, as you, can you roll a, a stealth check, please? 17. Okay. Yeah, you just run off, off to the side, hide behind uh, a little mound of snow, and you can kind of duck behind that. Fig this thing as you charge towards it. What you it, it's, it's swung out towards Emlyn. As you charge, it swings back towards you because it's still its turn. It has. Uh, it's going to do two claw attacks at you. Oh, sorry, it's about mm -hmm. uh, one, two. So a nine and a twelve, and then a claw attack towards Malara. Thirteen, and that also misses. Damn, he sucks. And then he is going to burrow under the ground. I'll say, Fig, you can make an attack of opportunity if you want. I can't. Oh, that's right. I you don't can't. have one. Okay, um, Malara will do that then. And Malara swings down with her great axe. 16. Again, it just slams into it, but it doesn't pierce all the way through. Say, Veda, what would you like to do? As this thing is now under the ground. Can she see any sign of where it is at all? Like, is it leaving any trace or where it's moving? Or is it just underground somewhere? Yeah, I, you'd expect that. It's somehow managing not to disrupt any of the ground. Okay. In that case, 
Um, I think she'll just pair a spell, I guess, and wait till she can see it. Okay, what spell would you like to hold? Um, I think we'll just hold on to produced flame again. Okay. Since you're holding with that, Fig, what would you like to do? As it's just burrowed underneath, right in front of you. I'm going to hold a chill touch. Chill touch. Okay. Uh, Emlyn, what would you like to do? Uh, how far away is it from me at the moment? Uh, from where it went underground, it's probably 25 feet away from you. I think maybe I want to hold a shot with a short bow. Okay. Just stay hidden, I guess. Okay. And Malara is probably going to do the same, just hold a great axe attack. I think it's going to come out under Fig just because it knows where Fig is. Making a bite attack, Fig, as you can do the same at the same time. Okay. Ooh. 22. That hits. And the 17 hits. Yes, well. okay. Nine necrotic damage. Nine necrotic damage. As it comes up with a big bite. The 17 dealing 15 piercing damage. Piercing right through your uh, leg. And you can feel it like holding onto you. As Malara takes a swing out words with her axe. Oh, can I use my reaction to do my symbiotic spores? Sure. He bites me. So I hit him for six. Swings out 25 to hit for Malara, dealing 12 damage, and you do six damage to it. Emlyn, you let your arrow fly. Oh, yo. So now it's 20. Yeah, it's 28 to hit. Is so. that with it already doubled? Yeah, it's with it doubled, so nine. Oh, sweet. And then you get Do to I get dub- sneak attack for being hidden? Yes, so you double that, so it's 66. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so is it 26 plus 9? Yes. Nice. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. Okay. Cool. So all that together is... 35, right? 35. As your sword was cutting through pretty easily, you release your arrow, and it hits into it as it just shatters against his... Body. Yeah, okay. Um, and does a lot of damage, even for it shattering. You can see now splinters all over its back as it turns towards you, as it releases a, a numerous of blows onto Fig and to Malara. It's going to take two attacks on you, Fig. 24. Yeah, it hits. There's five. Oh, that's my. It's about to get stay down. Yeah, 23 for its second. Yeah, it hits. Nine, slashing mm-hmm. in that one, and for Malara. An 18 which hits, dealing uh, 8 slashing reduced to 4 as it turns now. Uh, Feda, it's your turn. Okay, cool. Uh, Hurl, produce flame at 12. 12, it just shoots wide again. Just not having much luck. (laughs) I think this thing is just going to stay above ground and try to take down the person it's kind of biting into. As Fig, what do you do? Your leg is clamped in this in its mouth. You're kind of dangling mm-hmm. over it. Is it just slamming you in the chest? I am going to... Am I outside or inside? You're outside, yes. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and call some lightning on it. Oh, nice. Mm. Go for it. Oh, 23 damage. DC 16. Okay, what does this look like? I just, like, let out a large yell. Like, put my hands onto it and just like summon lightning and just charges down onto it. As you call this cloud above the top of your head, lightning strikes down and it pierces almost expertly, shoot it through its mouth as it's at the top. As you kind of kick it off, landing back on your feet, lightning just shoots through it and you can see all of its internal skeleton and veins and everything as it just explodes. Gore flies everywhere. 
Well, that worked out better than I thought it would. Do we get gore on us? <laughs> you don't. Fig and Good. Malara do. But Malara doesn't seem too fussed with it. Yeah, I'm not fussy there. And the the external gore is more like rocks hitting you, so it's it's a bit sore, but uh, other than that, what would you like to do? Is it just like completely shattered or is it Oh yeah, it's it's everywhere. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this is dead then. Yeah. It's like Doctor Manhattan and uh, Rorschach, just like. Fig is surprised. <laughs> that was uh, that was a good idea, Fig. Thanks. I've never done that before. It's pretty fun. It looked pretty cool. I should have sweet flip, but never mind. <laughs> they didn't say if there was any more of these. It just said one monster. They just said one. Can I look at it and see what if I know what it could be? Sure, because either history or. Nature. Well, for bad. Not the nature, it's more in character. Eat. Nothing rings a bell towards you. It's just funny looking. Has uh, has Veda ever heard of anything like that? Uh, history or nature, I'd say. Same two, but maybe history. 23? From mythology and some plainer text that you have read over your time. You know this thing to be Izorn, X-O- Rn, and it comes from it's uh it's considered an elemental it's uh, an earth elemental it speaks terran which is the earth elemental language what's doing here is very confusing and you know what it it's attracted to not only the tremors of people walking around but precious metals and stones such as coins and gems what's attracted it here must be something similar to that effect i will pass that along okay so, Zemlin, you begin heading in inward. Yeah. I, they probably ask for a hand, to be honest, if they're just trying to find... I mean, I don't want to take too much, but if there's anything that looks really valuable that you see, maybe let me know. Sure. Okay. So you, you descend into this cavern looking for trinkets and treasures that they might have had lying around. You see a couple of stone hovels under this ground. A simple little fireplace pretty simple means but each house has just a chest and it has full of fineries and nice stuff uh, everyone make an investigation check 19. 19. oh no that's not me six okay so 19 for veda they got six and emlyn got a six luckily they're not trapped they told us to look for stuff in their house i'd be mad if it was trapped <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Veda, Stealing our identities, setting up traps. Uh, <laughs> Veda, you go into one of the houses on the right. You come out with this really nice, and you, you get a sense of magical essence to it. Uh, a nice, sturdy leather armor. It seems to be pretty flexible and pretty nice. You also find a a dagger, as you kind of like feel it. A simple silver blade. It seems to be quite keen as you kind of thrust it around. A potion, uh, it looks like a healing potion of some kind, but larger in size. And 180 gold pieces and 20 platinum pieces. Fig and Emily. I feel like this is, this is a lot for saying you can take a shiny <laughs> Fig and Emlyn, you rummage around a couple of houses and don't find anything really like shiny and nice. Do I find any sweet rocks? I feel like Fig's looking for something completely different. I think you probably find some nice rocks. There's probably even mushrooms down here. 
Pig's trying to find nice rocks and he finds like treasure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah. it, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know what this is. Fuck it, it's like a ruby. <laughs> yeah. Just leaves it. <laughs> yeah, like maybe Emily comes up to Vader and is like, I don't know, it just seems like people's houses. I don't even know if they have anything valuable. <laughs> Vader's just got arms full. <laughs> <laughs> Did this Vader like show everyone? <laughs> yeah, Vader will share. Fig comes over with arms full of like rocks and mushrooms. It's like this place is great. <laughs> well, do we um, want to rest here anyway and like see what the stuff is? Yeah, it, I don't know. It, I don't know where everyone's at hit points. I mean, Vader's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm fine. Okay. I just wanted to figure <laughs> out what this stuff was, to be honest. Okay. Vader took no took no damage and dealt no damage in that fight. So. Can I can I cast detect magic? Yes. The armor, the potion, obviously, and the dagger are all magical. Oh, this is all magical, Vader. I know that's why I picked it up. Do I know what kind of magic it is? I guess enchantment. Enchanted armor. It's pretty cool. And the uh, daggers all. I found this. I put down the mushrooms. <laughs> It's not magical. They are to me. Except one stone. <gasps> Is that actually? Yeah. As you pick Don't up the stone and you look at it, it has, realize it has like a little crack down the seam as you kind of peel it open and it has two little faces in the inside. One like smiling, the other looking quite sad. Hello. And you hear your voice coming out one and out the other and one and out the other. What? <laughs> I lean in closer and go, hello. Hello. And you, you can hear it coming out of... Uh, of the other one. Or are they two rocks? Two rocks, yeah. One? It looked like one, but as you kind of oh. like, you peel it apart and looked like two little faces in the inside. As you speak into one, you can hear the other one. Vader, take this and go like to the other side of the room and see if I can hear you through this one. Okay, go like in one of the other rooms and be like, hello. Yeah, you can hear Vader through it. <gasps> hello, Vader. Can she hear me through the other one? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Like you're, you're very good at finding stones. <laughs> Well, usually the stones that I get are better than these ones, but these are pretty cool. Come I back call to it her. a walkie-speaky. A walkie-speaky. <laughs> you walk and then you speak into it. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so you got a walkie-speaky stone. Two walkie-speaky stones. That's pretty cool. I think, Emlyn, as well, like, you just find nice cloth and drapery, but nothing, like, too fancy or able to carry easily if since it's not like a shiny thing yeah. i think they think it would be overstepping I, basically i harry want to know what like the armor and stuff is okay as you sit for a while fake but we you... all wear leather armor don't we mm-hmm. right yeah is, is it like huge or is it gonna mold to the shape of us yeah what kind of armor is this Andy? are you take detecting oh you've already detected magic right yeah yes. uh, i'll just say that as you spend some time with it this is plus one studded leather armor Ooh. Emlyn? Yeah? This seems like pretty good armor. Do you want to have it since you're the one that's most up close? If we're fighting things? What's the dagger and does Vader want it? It's a plus one dagger. Does Vader want it? Um, she's not too fast. Does Emlyn want it? Yeah, I just don't want to take all the shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, my AC would be very good with that armor. (laughs) I'd I'd like the armor too. Yeah, I think everyone would do well with the armor. Um, yeah, so I think it depends whether or not, like, Holly, you want to be harder to hit, or whether, I'm, weirdly, I'm going to try and be a, a tiny rogue tank. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you, like, I feel like it would be good for Vida to have better AC, because her AC's fucking terrible. Yeah, but how many how many hit points have you got? 
Keep in mind that Emlyn is, Emlyn is harder to hit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing, even if... Uh, oh yeah, you've got uncanny dodge as well. Yeah, so even if they take damage, it's not the biggest idea. Yeah, I think maybe you should get the armor. Okay, do you want the dire? Yeah, I'm not fussed. Whoever wants, whoever that would be good for. But it's uh, it's magical, so if creatures that are typically resistant yeah. to it, you can hit it. But, I mean, you could always swap it out at any time if you need to. So. Yeah, it just depends who wants it. Man, remind me to try and like buy studded armor, regular studded armor when we get to a place that we can. Sure. Yeah. Emlyn, do you want to do you want to take the money? I don't I don't really need it. I mean well how about oh, you, guys, you take you the armor can... and I take some of the money? Well why don't I if I take the armor you can share the rest with Fig and Malara however you see fit. Because I, I kind of have none that's because yeah, we're paying for everything, but you should I'm... definitely have some of your own. What about that money that I gave back to you ages ago? I spent it on something. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, how much do you think you need, Fig? I don't know, just like money for snacks. <laughs> I mean, Malara's here too. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I've got enough money, but uh, I'll take 20 or so gold and a couple of those platinum pieces. It does keep me good. Uh, Emma gives thirty, like including the platinum, thirty to okay. thirty to Malara and thirty to Fig. 30. Oh, cool, thanks. Is so, that okay? So thirty, uh, so like twenty gold and one platinum. Yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah. Do I get twenty gold and one platinum or thirty gold? Thirty. Fig has never <laughs> seen a platinum. Yeah, it's like a rectangle and it has a hole in the middle as well. This isn't a gold. Oh no, okay, sorry, fucking slow down. I give Malara one platinum and 20 gold. I give Fig all his money in gold. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and the no, money, like, no, not that. <laughs> Isn't there a potion as well? Yeah, it's a potion of greater healing. Who gets the potion? Do you want the potion to go to the person least likely to go down, or the person most likely to have no, like, need it? Emlyn, um, maybe you should hold on to it since you can hide more easily than the rest of us so then if something happens you can sneak up and give it to someone who needs it sounds alright to me I can do that I don't think I have a healing potion either so maybe that's good <laughs> yeah. do you want a regular one too? <laughs> do you have more than one? why don't I have one? it's because I keep not buying anything Yeah. <laughs> okay I've got three so you can have one of mine oh cool probably I'm going to take that then yeah thank you Okay. with Veda having their new Armor, fig with magical, what are they called? Walkie, walkie speaky stones. Oh, walkie speaky. Fig has one as well. He left it. I definitely think that fig should be should always have one of them though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think? Yeah, I feel like he goes off. Yeah, who has the other one? Fig has it. She's just keeping it. Well, he never took it back. From I me. think that we can like swap it between us, right? If I'm gonna like, if Emlyn's gonna be scouting ahead yeah. somewhere, then we can always. We just need sure. to remember that we have them. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, does Fig use it like all the time at like <laughs> midnight to be like, hey, you're okay? <laughs> yeah, like to Veda in the other bedroom to be like, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you I'm feeling sad. <laughs> so, with Fig with his walkie speakies, Emlyn now with a, a dagger and numerous amounts of healing potions and gold, that's gonna be going away to nothing. 
it's not nothing. <laughs> not nothing, but yeah. It's an important regular payment. <laughs> you guys head back towards the inn and uh, you get back there about probably one in the afternoon. Reconvene with the doppelgangers. Yes, we sorted out your problem. Well, that is great. What was this creature? Why was it attracted to our area? Do you know? Did Beta tell us or? Yeah. Okay. It was like a, a thing called a Zorn and it's attracted to like movement and treasure. Might have to look at your treasure in other places or maybe keep moving. You know, like it's multiple of them talking at once. Uh, and says, well, I th thank you anyway. It wasn't a problem. And then it's like very quietly like, I don't think you need to worry too much about the treasure anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm glad that you took your reward. Thank you for letting us use your skins for this evening and today. Do you have to say it like, use your skin? Poor oh, horrible way, Pit. <laughs> <laughs> we maybe not do that in future. <laughs> Well. Use your skin, that's so bad. <laughs> we will be wary next time of using your identity. One of them that's shrugs. That's better. That's, that's better. Very well. Using your skin. Is there anything else we can repay you? Just take care of yourselves. <laughs> At the same time as Fig says, take care of yourselves. Emmons like, well, if you have anything else. Oh no, <laughs> take, yeah, take, take care of yourselves, yeah. <laughs> well, we will try and make our way out using your identity and make our way back to our homes and they all transform into the four of you and make their way out of the inn Bios. having that whole ordeal i feel like that's a good place to call it It's like, guys, you have two rooms now. <laughs> Sweet. Sorry, I feel like I was just like very quiet and tired until I needed to like yell about fucking a clone or taking all the money. <laughs> <laughs> so obnoxious. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Where did everyone stand on that? We never got to the conclusion. Yeah, I wanted to know our character like motivations, like what the character thinks. I think it would be like, I think like, oh yeah, I definitely fuck my clone is like a hilarious, fun character thing. Mm. But ultimately, I think that. I feel like I'm building up Emlyn as like just like weirdly paranoid and stuff, right? I think the reaction of like, is it are they evil? <laughs> Should I kill them? <laughs> it's maybe like more in character. Yeah, I, I don't think even that would probably cross their minds to be like, could I bone my clone? To more like, I, oh, should I clone. should I kill my clone? <laughs> so title guys, bone my clone. <laughs> You've got to be like the, the character has to like be their own type. Yeah, right? exactly. Or they just have to be like a weak narcissist. So. Yeah, I think we just want to hang out, have some, like, yeah. eat some sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> Veda. <laughs> Veda. Being quiet. <laughs> yeah, Veda would probably do some kinky shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the Malara, Veda, doppelganger whole thing. Yikes. Fun time for Malara. Hmm. Mm. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Emlyn, meanwhile, is just like, you know, always just like, uh, one wrong glance wrong from like like away from just like knife fighting the clone <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine like Beta's like making out of her clone in the corner Fig's playing checkers and Emlyn's just having a breakdown like, just, just like, like rocking oh! back and forth like don't touch my family <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to Draw Your Swords 
You can follow Draw Your Swords at Dice Podcast. That's DYS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if you like this episode, give the show a five-star rating on iTunes or subscribe on YouTube. It really helps us out a lot. Thank you.